Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's free five-day seminar. Our free seminar will teach you how you can successfully stop dieting, eat carbs, and learn to love your body. And it's perfect for you if you're sick of giving up carbs, have been doing that yo-yo dieting thing for too long, and you feel like your metabolism is slow to a stop, that you crave sugar, that you don't have any time to get healthy, and that you've tried everything but nothing works. If you're tired and have no energy and you feel like losing weight is impossible, then we can show you how you can learn a better way to live and succeed with our free five-day seminar. From the comfort of your own home in a Facebook chat with our team, you will engage in short daily lessons and win prizes worth over $50 just for completing the daily tasks. During our free seminar, you will allow yourself to reflect on your own mindsets and beliefs that might be holding you back. You'll learn why diets always fail, why they're unsatisfying, and what you need to be doing instead. All week during the free seminar, you'll get personalized and interactive learning, your own free journal and workbook for reflections and notes. You'll be able to engage with videos, posts, and contests. So join Disruptive Nutrition Certified Health and Nutrition Coaches as they walk you through a free five-day seminar to teach their simple, sustainable, and satisfying approach to never diet again. To find out more and to register, go to www.disruptivenutrition.com slash seminar. Well, hey there, Diet Disruptors, Carrie here. And once again, I have a guest coach that is part of our coaching series. Meet the Coaches is what we're calling it right now. And we have 
Oh my gosh. A coach that has such a story. I mean, all of our coaches have such a story, but I have been dying for Sarah to tell (laughs) her story. So Sarah Mahoney, hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thrilled to be here. This is your first time on our podcast. Yes, it is. It definitely is. So I'll just give a little bit of information and then I want you to fill in the gaps because Sarah came to us as a potential client. Now, we actually get a lot of health coaches that book calls with us to, you know, have a conversation with a coach and really get to learn a little bit more about what we do. It's hard to bring a health coach on board. You have to have Mm -hmm. a lot of humility, a lot of vulnerability to say, you know, I have been supporting clients and I'm not sure that what I'm doing is exactly what I want to be doing. And I'm not sure it's really meeting my needs. And that was Sarah. See, Sarah came to us as a client, but also as a health coach. So Sarah, talk a little bit about your story, you know, what you were, you know, how you were supporting clients and then what made you decide to reach out to us? And and then the caveat is that she actually signed on to work with us where many of them (laughs) want to learn a little bit more information and then move on. But you actually decided I'm going to be a client. So this is a story. So let's talk about that. Well, I signed on because I couldn't walk away. Um, That was the number one thing. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, But prior to even making that, you know, having that phone call, I was health coaching other people for over three years and was very successful in that. And, you know, by year three, I just got to a point where I was that person who was opening up my refrigerator and I'm looking in there and I'm going, well, I don't know what to eat anymore. I don't know what it's going to fuel me. I don't know what is going to taste good. I just kind of got to that, that weird stage that some of us get to where we don't enjoy food anymore because all that noise that's out there. I mean, there's so much noise in diet culture where this is good and this is bad. And it just starts to get muddled. Even when you have all the knowledge in the world, you start to believe all of these things that go on. Um, and so I had stepped away from coaching when I had made that that call, that initial contact with you guys and just said, you know what, I need to figure out what I need to do. And I can't you know, coach other people when this isn't working for me anymore. It wasn't something I felt was sustainable. I felt like I'm already chained to this thing way too much. And when you have to track your food, you're chained to it even more. And that wasn't something I wanted for my life. And, and so, that's what you were doing, right? Like when you were coaching, people were tracking their food. Yep. And there they was were also a really big difference in philosophies. So can you share the philosophy of what you were coaching and then the philosophy of disruptive nutrition? The cavern, a cavern of difference. Yes. I mean, big time. Uh, I I had been intermittent fasting, um, which worked until it stopped working, kind of was what Carrie always says. So does it really work? (laughs) Not really. Um, And then I was also macro tracking. So what I like to call macro Tetris, where you're playing the, the role of, you know, okay, if I eat this or I eat that and you have to move it around and make sure it works. And so it was this constant manipulation of what am I going to eat to make sure I meet my macros? Um, and that was my day. I mean, I'd only eat about eight hours a day and I'd have a couple, you know, I work out and I did all the things right, but I just got to that point where it stopped being something I wanted to do. So I just threw it all out. It was kind of like, I don't know what to do anymore because I don't want to do that. Um, and And if you got to that point, Sarah, with training and coaching others, it's no wonder that the women that we work with or the women that are in our free Facebook group or the women that just come through our feed, they're confused because you literally had all the training and you got to the point where like, this doesn't, this isn't, this isn't sitting well with my soul. 
Right. That and, and not only do I have the training, but I'm a highly motivated person. I mean, you've yeah. known me for a little while now. Yeah. I, I tend to dot all the I's, cross all the T's. I, I, I'm that overachieving person. So for me to fall off is significantly different than even some other people who are out there. So now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, did I disturb people? And then I feel guilty with that. But no, my goal was still truly altruistic to help others because I had felt good initially doing that. And then I just stopped feeling good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's really important to talk about in terms of your goals, because I always talk about my coaches that come to work with us, that they have a heart of a teacher. And Sarah and I both, I mean, I was, and Sarah still is a teacher, special educators. It's so funny because when Sarah and I connected, we realized we knew the same people and uh, we have a very similar background. And that heart of a teacher is what drives you. But also, girl, I know the special ed teacher thing is a lot of crossing T's and dotting I's. <laughs> so it's not surprising that you are all in and doing yeah. whatever, you know, food plan that you're doing as well. Exactly. I, and I am that person that I don't just jump all in without doing the research. Mm -hmm. And even before I had decided to even have that phone call where I could meet a coach to figure out really what is this? I, you know, I'm a master at Googling. We all are when we're educators, especially when you're special educators. So I had found all the things and I just kept thinking, wow, this just sounds really way too good to be true. It can't be real. So I wanted to be that person to get on this phone call and debunk the fact that this truly is something sustainable. I that didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I absolutely. It. So it was that piece where it was like, it really sounds too good to be true. When someone sat there and says, you will know exactly what to eat, when to eat it, what type of portions, and you're going to feel amazing and you don't have to weigh, measure or track. I was like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. There's no in any situation, way. wherever you are yeah. in your life, no matter what life throws at you. And that was where I was kind of like, okay, now I really have to do this because there's no way that's really true. Mm -hmm. And I'll be able to come back and say, nope, it's not true. And thank goodness it was true because <laughs> it changed my life. I don't have to track anymore. That was huge. That was like the biggest weight off of my shoulders. And I'm like, oh, there really is this mythical creature of knowing what to eat and not having to think about food all day long. But as a special ed teacher, I mean, you can appreciate how we teach that, right? Mm -hmm. Because exactly. that's the thing. It's like, make sure you teach so that they learn. I, yep. <laughs> do you know how many times as an educational consultant, I was in schools all around the country and teachers were teaching, but I'm like, well, are kids learning? And yeah. they were like, <laughs> most of them were like, no, really. But uh -huh. I mean, that's what's so important, right? Is that you learn. And so, you know, the what you got to learn and what you got to implement just talk a little bit about that and where that transformation came from within the first few weeks. Well, first it was, you'll find this funny too. Even when I initially had seen the program and kind of got a back, back end glance at it when I was talking to one of the senior coaches, I flat out said, this had to be built by a special ed teacher. I mean, oh, I didn't know that first, either. Oh, yeah. This is one of the first things I said, because there were so many layers to it that wasn't just about food. And that was where I realized, okay, there is something truly drastically different because we're not just talking about food. Mm -hmm. We're talking about our relationship with food. We're talking about even just how we live our lives every single day. So we can then manage what we need to manage for ourselves. So then we can do the things we're meant to do. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of other things, actually everything out there is lacking. We're not truly digging into that person and what they are, what their goals are, who they want to be versus who they are in that moment. So we can meet them where they are and then start building into that person, which is really what a special ed teacher does. Yeah. I mean, we start setting goals and then we start, okay, how are we going to get to those goals? And that's exactly what's been built. So it's, 
it's magical that it's kind of like going back to school, but in a way where it's something that you want to learn. (laughs) And you're learning stuff that's really going to make a difference. But when you talk about how nothing else out there kind of exists, I mean, Sarah, I I tell your story all the time. (laughs) Tell everybody how many diets you think you've tried over the years and, and, and tell us how old you are too. So I'm 42. Okay. Um, so she looks like she's 32. <laughs> well, thank you. I will take that any day of the week. Um, but when I sat down and this was, I sat down and wrote this down when I was 39 years old. So this was, you know, several years, a couple years ago, I have done over that I could write down and remember, which I know I didn't remember all of them over 50. I wrote them out over uh-huh. 50 diets in my lifetime. I have chills and you're, that was only when you were 39 years Mm -hmm. old. Yep. I mean, if you had kept going the way you were going now, I I love that you, you know, got into figuring things out and made some radical shifts, although that it was really another diet, what you were teaching as your original health coaching uh, stint. But at the end of the day, if you had kept going where you were going, just where do you feel like you would have been not just physically, but also emotionally, right? Like both places. Well, physically, I I can tell you where I was. That's easy for me to answer. I would be tired. I would have that severe brain fog. I wouldn't be sleeping well. Um, And even, even random things like from the time I was in my twenties, I was getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, which a lot of people think that's normal. And here I thought that was normal. That's not normal. It's not. Now I know that yeah. because even something as simple as changing the food, not even the food that I'm eating, but just the way that I'm eating it and the way I'm combining it. I don't have to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Is yeah, that crazy? Right? It's crazy. You would never think that it would affect your bladder that much, but it does. Um, so that I can tell you immediately. And also, you know, I tend to um, be the lucky person who, I in premature menopause, I've had a total hysterectomy. So I've also dealt with the hormones and everything else. And I was even on hormone replacement therapy, having hot flashes and going through all of those other things, having, you know, the dry skin, the things that you wouldn't want to have, especially at 42 years old. Right. Yeah. Um, and so now I don't have any of those. It's, it's like, I'm aging in reverse. I feel like every time I look in the mirror, it's like, Oh, wow. I look better today than I did yesterday, which who, who gets to say that. Right. Oh. Um, that would be where I would be physically, but emotionally, I, I know that I would just not be as confident in myself. And I've always been a very confident person, but the difference is I'm not just confident in myself. Now I'm confident in what I'm doing. I, I can't tell you how many times I've done something and I'm in the middle of it and I might be having success, but I was miserable, right? You're absolutely miserable. So of course I'm going to look for that next best thing. Well, I, I don't have to look for the next best thing because this isn't difficult. It's just the way that I live my life. I mean, it's not a sprint. It's not a marathon. It's just the way that I live, but it doesn't feel like effort or work. It's just the way my life is now. I mean, Sarah, I, you're you're so smart. You're so tenderhearted. You're so driven. You are just everything in a woman. And yet you spent so much of your life and time mm-hmm. tracking, counting, obsessing, all of that kind of stuff. And it's just amazing how someone with so much talent and so much knowledge and so much potential gets sucked into a world that, I mean, we only have so many hours in a day. And so when we think about how much time you have spent cognitively and actually Mm -hmm. feeling in the diet world, it's just mind boggling. And at 42 years old now, you have a whole new capacity for doing things, which is why now like you're back into health coaching. You're, you're, you're doing more of these things. I always say that, I mean, goodness, like it's my theory about why there's always just been men in the white house. (laughs) 
<laughs> we have spent way too much time focusing on the things that we don't need to focus on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about all of this for you and all that you've been doing. So as you work with clients and you kind of dig in and you're a special ed teacher and you've been a health coach for many years, kind of what do you see as um, some of the biggest needs out there for women and what they're really looking for that you that you get to support them on? Kind of so some of the things that you love about all of this. Well, what I love about this, and this is where, again, this is so different than anything out there, is we know as special ed teachers, when we make something accessible, then people are more likely to execute. Yeah, And that's where a lot of things out there, whether it's, you know, in, number one, we're not deprivation either, which is the other piece, which is so, you know, just, it's just a nice change. Um, but we have all the resources available. So you don't have to be that person where, okay, well, I want something to eat. So now I'm going to have to look for a recipe and figure this out. And then I'm going to have to move everything's in one space and everything is organized in a way where even if somebody is not technologically savvy, they can very easily grab what they need. They also have a coach that all they have to do is text and ask a question. But what's even better is we don't just give them the answers. We help them learn. How do you ask a question? How do you find out that answer? So not only they don't feel like they have to have us all the time, but they feel like they can do this independently the rest of their life. And so we're teaching them along the way. We're giving the resources, but also guiding them to also hey, let's start looking and digging deeper for you as well, because what works for you might be a little bit different than what works for me or what works for Elizabeth over here. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. And it's what us educators term the gradual release of responsibility from Mm -hmm. me as the expert, from you as the expert to our client as the expert. And I think that that's so incredible. I was just talking about this the other day that what, by the time our clients leave, even after like one month of working with us and nobody ever leaves, let's be honest, like, right. We need everybody (laughs) to stay. Uh, We never let people leave. Uh, Remember (laughs) John Grisham? I don't know. You may be younger than me on this one, but John Grisham, the firm, like you go in and you can never leave the firm. It's sort of like that. (laughs) Wrap your arms around you. Right. Um, But I mean, I think that the the fact that after even a month, like people feel like they can teach this to others. Mm -hmm. And I love that us as educators are just really focused on educating others. Mm -hmm. That's really, really the key to this. So I want you to start thinking about some of your tips Okay. So as you talk to people, just randomly, even people that you're not coaching and they're like, what is it that you do? Or what are some tips? If somebody just said that to you, and especially as our diet disruptors, those are in a free Facebook group or listening to our podcast and they're like, okay, I need to start doing a few things differently. Mm -hmm. What are you, some of those, like to do a few things differently, this is what I would suggest. Um, and, And they're all very, very random. So most people have a pantry organize your pantry, have your proteins in one section, have your carbs in another section. If you do have portable fats, which is not something most usually have on hand, unless it's refrigerated, put it in a separate section. So if you have to grab and go, you grab and go. It's not difficult. You don't have to think about it. Um, the other, and that's even thing great I, for your kids too. think about yes, that, right? If absolutely. you say to your kids, here are your protein options here in, mm-hmm. in the fridge or in the pantry, grab one of each. I mean, yes. that's such a teacher thing to do. Yep. Right. And, and the kids can pack their own lunch. Honestly, yes. if you start creating those bins, you don't have to you know, pack lunches anymore. That was the number one thing I hated. Oh, my too. daughter was in school. She's 23 years old. And thank goodness, my husband took very much pride in making her lunches. I mean, she would have chili and everything else for lunch. I I mean, I literally am in this battle all the time around now. My kids are older, so they make their own lunches. But I always have this battle of like, 
how bad is a school lunch? Like, do I just make them yeah. have a school lunch? And then you look at the school lunch and you're like, oh dear yep. God, no. Well, I can't. if I didn't want to eat it, I wasn't going to ask her to eat it. Exactly. So it was one of those things where, okay, I'll make the lunch real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just hated it. And, and I now they can make their lunch. own. <laughs> right. But I hate packing my own lunch. That's the other thing. I just am not one who likes to pack a lunch. So when we make a meal at night, okay, now that I've had my meal, my leftovers get packed into individual serving sizes. I either I throw some of them. Sometimes I'll just put in the refrigerator because it might be one or two. Yeah. And then yeah. if I have more than two, it goes in the freezer. So that way, if there's especially a day where I'm crazy busy or my husband's a firefighter, he's gone for 24 hours. I might not want to cook a giant meal just for myself. I can grab it out of the freezer and I have no excuse to not be eating well. I don't have oh, to wow. go out and waste money or waste, you know, even just eating something that maybe isn't as good for me. Not that it's bad. It's just not, I have a lot of food sensitivities and things that don't work well for me. So I have something on hand all the time. Yeah. Food serves our body and food serves our soul and we need both, right? But, exactly. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, you are a busy teacher. I always say we work with every, there hasn't ever been a career that we haven't been able to work with be, right. as long as people want to. There's mm -hmm. always excuses that people can make and then they mm -hmm. don't really want it. But you are a busy teacher all day long and then you mm -hmm. coach at night. So what does a typical day look like for coach Sarah when you wake up and like, how do you get through your busy day eating PFC, okay. fueling your body all day? Um, and I'm a creature of habit and I have been that way for a long time. I've made some adjustments through living this lifestyle that's been positive adjustments so I can make sure I am able to accomplish what I want to during the day. But I, I wake up in the morning, I hop in the shower, I get ready for work. And then right after that, I'm making myself my PFC shake. A shake is super easy for me. I'm not one who likes to eat in the morning in general. And because I wake up so early, I don't work out in the morning. But I also intentionally plan my day because I know I tend to be more tired in the afternoon. So it's better for me to work out in the afternoon for me personally. So I'll do that. I'll get on my way to work because I'll have grabbed my lunch because I won't have packed it. I just grab it out of the refrigerator and go. Love it. Um, and I'm teaching all day long. And so when I have my first meal, it's between 9.30 and 10 a.m. There are students in my room all the time. I work one-on-one -on -one with students and there's not bells in the building where I work. We're very much um, schedule-wise like a college. So the kids come to see me on their breaks. Well, I could be sitting next to a student, whether it's taking a math test with them, or maybe I'm doing specially designed instruction of something else. And I might be eating a meal while I'm sitting right next to a student because that's just what works for me. Um, and, and then I do what you're modeling them. for your kids too. Oh, you know? and they, they always notice my food in there. And so when they come in my room, I'm like, okay, what's protein in there? What's your carb? What's your fat? And they oh. just, okay. I mean, they, I they know. That. And they think so by nine 30, you, you will have had two meals by then because yep. you eat yep. within an hour waking up, you have a PFC mm -hmm. meal. Then you do like a grab and go. Is that what you do typically when you're working with kids? It really or depends on the day because I have a microwave nearby. I can step out for about 30 seconds microwave. I can bring it right back in. So it's, it's pretty flexible with what I do as far as that piece goes. So yep. it just depends on what I pack. It might be a couple of hard boiled eggs and something else. It might be something that was leftovers. I don't mind eating a dinner from the night before during the morning, the next day, I don't believe in, you know, certain <laughs> meals are only made for breakfast or dinner or things like that, because I don't have time for that. Yep. So it just truly depends on what that is. And then by one the students are gone and I'll have a kind of a student free lunch during my planning time, which is totally fine. Um, and I'll eat that meal. And then I'm out the door by you know, almost two thirty, three o'clock and come home, get a workout in before I need to eat the next meal kind of a thing. So it all kind of works out really, really well with just the way my schedule operates where I can I have that. that adjusted to make that work for you. And then I always have something in my car. I know I have a 30, 30 minute commute. 
I never know if I'm going to get stuck. So I have non-perishable things that are in my car that if I, for some reason, you know, need to eat something, I'm going to be, I don't want to feel terrible. I don't want to play the catch up game with my blood sugar not being stable. So there's always something either in my purse and or in my car. Typically it's in both places because I could be out somewhere and it's just something simple, nothing crazy, but I can grab it. It's not even heavy. I make sure it's not heavy. So my purse isn't heavy and I have it ready to go. So what's your favorite like emergency go-to grab that you'd have in your purse? Or your uh, preferred, I should say. My preferred is a Chomps beef stick. Mm-hmm. I love the Chomps. It's they're clean, they're quick, they taste good. Um, very, very simple. And, and what so do you I, do for a carb typically with carb? That? There are these little fruit bars. I think they're called Just Fruit. Yeah. That I will every once and they're delicious. And you know, I like obviously I like fresh fruit better than dried fruit, but in a pinch, those are amazing. And they're all they're food. They're stable food, so it could be as hot as heck, and they're still not going to be ruined or anything else sitting in my car yeah yeah that's why those are very very easy to grab they don't melt they're just easy grab and go Uh, I just I I'm I'm just so grateful that you found us I'm so grateful that you know you are continuing to do what you wanted to do by health coaching, but feeling so much more confident about what you're able to do for women and that you yourself are back on track. Yes. You know, just in your own history of health, you needed this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just all of the other stuff. It's like, this is what I would say. When you put on your own oxygen mask, you're going to be able to put others on. And you went into this thinking you were just doing this really well, A, to prove us wrong, but B, to put on your own oxygen mask, right. but it's now turned into you being able to help so many other people. And so, so grateful for that. You and me both. That's that's part. I'm that person that when I find something that works, I feel like it's part of my role to share it with other people. Because if we keep it to ourselves, then we're selfish. And what we should be doing is sharing with everybody else because everybody can live this way. It's not something that's difficult. Once you understand what a protein, fat, and carb are, you're ready to go. It's it's yeah. that simple. It's it's yeah. not rocket science. Anybody can live this way. A two year old can live this way. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the, that's the what's key, wonderful. Though, is where our thoughts and our beliefs dictate our actions. So you can stick with something for the rest of your life, our systems, our lifestyle. I mean, you have integrated yourself into a lifestyle now. And that's where it really needs to evolve to. And so- Absolutely. So inspirational. No more dieting for you. Nope. And and you're so young. Like you got like- 70 more years. Well, it's so funny you say that because I'm super envious of coach Jess and I can't wait till you have her on this because, (laughs) you know, she found this in her thirties and I'm like, gosh, could you imagine the change in my life if I would have found this in my thirties? But amazing. I had a a great set of thirties, but you know, every 10 years, I mean, it's getting better every year is the way I see it. So for sure. I mean, I was what, 37 and now I'm 47, closer to 48 Mm -hmm. and more energy, more just, and more wisdom. So yep. you know what? We learn it and we get it when we're ready and when we need it. And well, that and we can appreciate it now too. I, I feel like once you've been through different things and you have a new appreciation for something that truly is, you know, satisfaction of yeah. really how you are living your life. Cause you know how bad it can be. I know. And now you know how good it is. I know. So. I know. And that's sort of like the thing with my kids. It's like, I, I've taught them this, but have they, <laughs> they really know. <laughs> oh bad it could be one day they'll really they'll really figure it out they're like no, oh yeah, that's no. what she's talking about <laughs> they only listen to their mom for so long they're, they're gonna deviate and then come back so yep mm-hmm. I get it it happens 
Uh, well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Please, you guys, when just, uh, you know, I think when sometimes when you people, when you watch somebody, you know, or listen to somebody, you don't realize how hard it is to get in front of people and to be vulnerable <laughs> and share your heart. And, and so thank you for that comment. Um, as you're listening, just say thank you to Sarah. And if you are interested in just getting on a call, you can be skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> ask all the questions you may actually talk to Sarah she's one of our coaches that loves to chat with people about this lifestyle and what it can do for them so so do that jump on that we'll put a link in there for you all right Sarah thanks so much we'll talk soon thank you all All right right. Bye. bye